this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to another episode of the Creators Outlet, episode 138, sponsored by our friends over the Inked Marketing Team. These days, marketing is more global, plus consumers are more enlightened and empowered than ever. Companies and creators have to adapt and navigate a large digital terrain. This can become time-consuming and confusing at the least. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Inked provides that competitive edge for several creators through a strategic process that will improve your brand position in the market and build bridges to larger audiences. Inked Marketing is headquartered in the tri-city areas of Washington State, supporting both U.S. and international clients. Visit www.inked.marketing. That's www.inked.marketing. Check out their services and then head over to the contact us page and check the box for a solutions guide and see what solution they can provide for you. Come to the firm that's built by creators for creators and tell them we sent you. And now we'd like to welcome Mark Middleton from Grave Robbers. Dude, welcome. How's it going, man? Thank you. It's it's going good. How did the campaign go for you? Uh, it's gone pretty well, actually. You know, we uh, we met our goal, and uh, you know, we're we're about two thousand over where we, you know, set it. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's done pretty good. You know, we're still in demand, and uh, we're still slowly building it up. And 
you know, handing out a couple of stretch goals. So, yeah, cool. it's been pretty awesome. Hey, it's always good when you get to close out a campaign and you're over goal. Yes, absolutely, yes. man. Absolutely. So let's pull this up and take a look. Well, 148 backers. Nice. Yeah, we've we've gotten a decent amount of people that uh, that are pretty excited about the campaign. Uh, you know, I I can't I I'm so grateful for the amount of uh, the amount of intent attention and the uh, the amount of enthusiasm I've got from people who have backed the book. And uh, you know, it's just I don't know. This is my first book that I've ever done, and I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by the amount of people who have come out and shown support for it. It's awesome. Oh, that's great, man. I I noticed that I'm like. One campaign. Wow, you did pretty damn good for your first campaign. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of guys that have come out and, uh, you know, they've tried to, you know, they've tried to, to put up some pretty big numbers and stuff like that. And uh, when I put up 5,000, I was, I was a little, you know, overly optimistic, I think. <laughs> you know, I'm such a new guy, but, you know, it, it ended up, uh, you know, in the last couple of hours, last couple of days of the campaign, we saw a pretty big surge of attention and, uh, you know, a lot of backers. And, it, you know, we were over by, uh, I think, a few hundred dollars when we finally closed out that night. It was it was amazing to see. You know, like I said, I'm just overwhelmed by the amount of support and attention that's gotten. So, Oh, that's great. Couldn't be more grateful. Bullets, blood, and booze. The grave oh, yeah. robber stalk a killer in this horror western epic. Man, I'm so glad some indie creators are doing anything with westerns. <laughs> yeah, so, I've actually seen a couple of them start to pop up now. You know, you've got uh, Dusty Tortillas and you've got um, uh, uh, Jack Irons, I think is the one of them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Are, I, I talked. Originals. I talked. I interviewed Jack before, uh, way back when, before I got the camera and stuff. So I actually had to type shit out. That was a nuisance. Uh, <laughs> you know what it's like trying to write. Oh yeah, you do know what it's like trying to write stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've been trying to get him to come back, like since I've been doing the podcast. And he's like, "Oh, I really don't have the equipment, and you know, busy with you know real life and work and stuff to come back and forth." But I mean, I, I, he, he said, because I, uh, I'm the content delivery manager for Outright Geekery too. So uh, he had sent me, uh, he had sent us a, you know, a, a review copy for it. And uh, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. I love yeah, it's it. It's a great book. You know? And I know he was working on building a whole uh, I inverse and everything. So I'm like, cool. Because the, the, there's only been like one good Western read out of the mainstream in like the last 30 years. And that was uh, Justin Gray's run on uh, Hex. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot better in the beginning. It was a lot like dirtier and grittier. And right. then they, you know, they're like, well, can't, 
can we have him stick up with social justice? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, you know. That's look what thing. happened to Hex. I don't know. Somebody snipped him while he was sleeping. He lost his. <laughs> I'm like, oh, terrible. That's the thing. That's the thing with the big two now. They, oh. They're obsessed oh. with it. Oh my God! I I saw a I saw a I saw a piece today. Uh, Emily, I can't remember her last name. Uh, the the Amelia actress Clark? Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I think I saw this too. That that uber cringe Marvel <laughs> comic. Yeah, where her powers uh, come about once a month. Her powers are her period. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then they get in a big. She gets in a big tirade argument and goes like all uber uber woke and we have to change this. If this is a guy's only thing, no, it's not. Yeah, it's like, I. It it that whole thing pisses me off. I'm like, really. Really? Come on. I don't know where this idea comes from. It like I've I've heard this over and over and over the past couple of years. You know, probably the past four or five years now, maybe even a little longer. Yeah. But it's it's just crazy to think about comic books, science fiction, fantasy, any of these things really being like a boys' club or something like that. I mean, it's been I mean, you know. Just thinking about the original founding members of the Wasp or the the the, the Avengers, you have the Wasp, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's you know, I don't think there's really been a superhero team in comic books that hasn't included at least one one or multiple women. You know, you've had a couple probably, obviously, but like even when you look at like Heroes for Hire in the '70s, you know, with like Roy Thomas and that that whole thing with Iron Fist, Luke Cage, mm -hmm. had Misty Knight, you know, you had multiple female characters. Yeah you know, multiple female characters in that story. And they were done really well, you know? And it this is, you know, you go into movies, you know, even going into movies, you know, you got Sigourney Weaver, who has been an icon since Aliens, you know, or just Alien, mm -hmm. I guess. But, uh, yeah, Barbarella. I mean, you know, there's so many that that have been around for decades. It's hard to believe that that in the year that we live in, there would be anyone that could honestly... And seriously, with a with a straight face, stand up and say women aren't represented in science fiction, fantasy, and comic books. It's like, what the yeah. hell are you talking about? Makes makes me wish I could send this guy on the screen to California <laughs> and clean house. Oh yeah, yeah, and he would too, man. That dude doesn't uh, he doesn't take any shit. He he doesn't play around. Uh, he is probably one of my my more favorite characters that i've created uh this is uh richard drawn by sim poitier um i don't know if i pronounced his name correctly i might get some guff from from him at some point from saying it like that but uh yeah no it's um he's a pretty cool character uh he's one of the bad guys in the story um he's gonna be one of the main antagonists so we're gonna I like see him already. a lot of him yeah yeah he's gonna be pretty cool he's, i think people are gonna like him uh, he's 511 years old, I think. Uh, I'd have to go back and check, but yeah, you can take my word for it. 511 years old. Uh, he was a former crusader who uh, gave up his uh, 
his vow after the uh, king, after King Louis the Fourteenth betrayed him and the rest of the Knights Templar, and uh, when he fled to, I, I think Lithuania is what I wrote. He flees to Lithuania because it was still pagan uh, back in that those years. Uh, I think it was like 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14 is what it was. So he goes out there to avoid the church, to go into hiding. And that's where he uh, encounters an entity. And uh, that'll be more elaborated, you know, on in the book. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he's a pretty cool character. I think people are going to really dig him. I put a lot of work into his, uh, you know, his personality, um, you know, his character background. I have probably... 10 or 15 pages written on this character alone, just in backstory. Uh, I, I think we can figure out his personality from this one shot that's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a nice guy by any stretch of the imagination. When you see him cross the street, walk on the other side, <laughs> and look down. Yeah, yeah. More probably just turn around and run would probably be the better the better uh, choice of options. Uh but yeah, he's uh, he's a badass. I'm I'm a big, I, I'm I'm very proud of this character. I think people are gonna like him. Also, this is a trading card that will come with every book. Okay. So uh, if you back the book, if you back two books, like the two book tier, uh, mm-hmm. you'll get two trading cards. If you buy the uh, the store tier, which comes with five books, you get five trading cards. Nice. So, yeah. It's 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 funny. Ever since the uh, the original Marvel card set blew up. About six to eight months ago, uh, trading cards are a thing again. I love it. I, I I remember being a kid and trying to get all those tops cards and stuff like that. I I was a kid. I was I was probably a five or six around 1992, 1993, and uh, that's when like a lot of the cards started like getting bigger and bigger and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember going to comic book shops and just you know. I'd have five bucks that I'd work my ass off for, you know, doing chores and stuff like that. And I'd buy as many as I could, as many as I could grab and they wouldn't, you know, take away from me because I didn't have enough money. I'd take home. Oh, they, I, uh, I've still, awesome. I've still got a, I've still got a ton of card sets. I sold that set with the, uh, I had four out of the five. Uh, I never got the Spider-Man versus Hobgoblin hologram, but I had yeah. the other four. So I sold those four holograms along with the card set to uh to one guy put it up for auction in a in a room and i ended up getting like 90 bucks right on and i was like well you know some of those are worth a lot of money i go dude they've been they've been sitting in storage for like you know 20 some years (laughs) i go and now i can open up that book and i can i can look at the uh mcfarlane wolverine set Oh wow, you know. So I'm like, ooh, those are that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I get I get I get the McFarland Spider-Man set in there, and and a couple others. Um, I have uh, I have like two or three uh, sets of Olivia cards. Okay, and I, I think we know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know some. You know, fantasy art cards and right. You know, I got a I got a big set of like rock and roll cards because they thought it was going to be a big thing, and it was like it was cool because it was the '90s and it was all hairband stuff. 
Yeah, I remember that vaguely. I remember I remember seeing a lot of new kids on the block cards. I yeah, remember, I, I remember I, those I were not, untouched. I did not buy any of them. <laughs> yeah, those were I remember those being in abundance and everything else being totally but, sold out. Those those boxes sealed right now, you could you could probably put them up on like Facebook Marketplace and get 50 bucks a piece for them. I'm not surprised. Because the, uh, because all the all the little girls that were screaming at their concerts back in the '90s are now <laughs> grown with their own kids and possibly grandkids on the way, yeah. and 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 have some money. So there you go, man. That's an, uh, well, you know, buy low, sell high, right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, I I had a, I have an entire collection of the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cards. Uh, I picked those up at a flea market one one year, a couple of years back. I, I couldn't believe like they had almost all of them. And uh, I think you know, it was dirt cheap. I only picked them up for, I think, like 20 or 30 bucks. You know, and wow. there were tons of them. Uh, I was pretty, pretty excited about that. I never I never got into uh, I never got into the turtles, really. Oh, man, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. I, I remember, I, and I don't live far from where Eastman and Laird had their studio in a house set up oh, here in Massachusetts. Cool. So I'm like 40 minutes away from that nice. that exact spot right now. But uh, I don't I don't know what it was with that whole era, though. Like the, uh, you know, the Toxic Avenger had that cartoon, the Toxic Crusader mm -hmm. Crusaders. I... I loved that show when it came out. I oh, yeah. was a huge fan of that show. I didn't really know the movie too much because I was too young at the time. But I mean, it was because of that that I ended up growing up and watching, you know, Toxic Avenger and loving it. But uh, you know, it was, I was like they had a lot of those uh, like Street Sharks, you know, like like this this weird nuclear waste characters and stuff. Yeah. Like the, neon the turtles, the tur the turtles blew up with that that PR guy that actually sold them to the toy actually sold them finally to a plausible toy line right that went back and forth uh and then the whole thing blew up because <laughs> yeah. all yeah, Saturday did what he man did yeah all like well back in the day we used to have Saturday morning cartoons damn i miss those yeah me too uh, man. But all those Saturday morning cartoons and cartoons that would come on like after school on like the UHF channels. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, you are old. I go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> friggin' 52 this year. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't believe my daughter just turned 13. I stopped polishing up my shotgun. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, there was there were all kinds of stuff like uh, bring up uh, another creator, Don Chen. He had the uh, radioactive black belt hamsters. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, Biker mice from Mars, which Biker mice from game. Mars. Oh, they were but great. What's, um, uh, what was that other one? The video game uh, Battletoads was another one of those. Oh, I don't. It know. had that same element to it. Um. What else do I remember? I remember Street Sharks. And then, like, all the toy lines from Hasbro that all had their own cartoon, like uh, the Bionic 6. Um, they were... Uh, 
Was Mask Hasbro? Mask, yep. Uh, I think Mask was that was that Hasbro or Mark? It didn't matter. Hasbro eventually bought him anyhow. Yeah, uh, they bought pretty like, much everything. Yeah, like everything. Um, oh, Jason the Wheel Warriors. That was actually that one. That was that was uh well that was probably way before you had time. That that was that was on when I when I was in middle school. Oh okay. Like in the afternoons. But that that was that was pretty badass where they would fuse uh like cybernetic mechanicals with with like plants. <laughs> what? Oh All yeah. Right. It was, oh it was it was it was pretty rad. I'm I remember that uh, visionaries. Uh, I'm so old. I remember when GI Joe was just some GI named Joe. <laughs> yeah, when they didn't have the show, it was just it was it was just you know the the big twelve inch fi- figure with the kung fu grip and the fuzzy <laughs> hair and you know there you go. But all those, all those were made. You know, all those Saturday morning cartoons were made to sell uh, comic books and toys. They did a pretty good job for a long time. Oh yeah. Oh, we got a lot of people coming in. Hey. Yeah, pe- hey, Ledwin. Hey. Mark is the new kids on the block fan confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, you know, Dan, I, I I think hey, it was Pops. Hey, what's up? Okay. That that could be the funniest comment of the night. <laughs> it might be. I had to open my damn mouth, didn't I? I might have to send you like some new kids on the block trading cards. <laughs> I'm sure I can find some in like, you know, the dollar store or something. <laughs> right. Oh man, but yeah, uh, this uh, this image right here, this is another uh, thing that's going to be going out with every book. This is a mini print. I'm going to be doing uh, five and a half by eight inch mini prints of uh, of this. Also, as a, uh, a a stretch goal that we unlocked was the uh, Preston Acevedo uh, Amanda Lynn mini print. That's also going to be coming with the book for free. So that'll nice. come with every book. You know, if you buy two, you get two of everything. So. Okay, so we, we met the big bad at the back at the very back of this lineup. Right. Who who else do we have here? We've got Waylon in the middle, uh on the left. That's Waylon Louder. And then on uh the right we have Amanda Lynn. And then at the bottom we have Big Dick Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves that one. <laughs> so, so did you come up with that name by yourself, or did Sim help? No, that was all me. That was oh, all okay. me. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, I, I, you know, I wanted something toxically masculine. Oh yeah, he, yeah, something that you know would rub people the wrong way. You know, uh, the the SJWs and stuff like that. I figured that would. Hey, you, you know, know, as long as Mister Murphy's keeping his pants on around me, I'm good. Oh yeah, when he goes in the werewolf mode, he keeps his pants on. Don't worry. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, uh, that actually, I thought that I had that updated. Um, there's actually a new. No, I guess I didn't. Um, there's a a new cover 
Uh, it's that same art, but we did it in the fashion of like uh, Death Rides a Horse, the uh, old John Cassavetes movie. Mm-hmm. There, uh, we wanted to have like a uh, uh, a classic, you know, Western movie poster as the cover. So, uh, oh yeah, you know, that's cool. Yeah, we drew that up complete with fake credits and everything. Um, I'm gonna see if I can change that real quick, but. Uh, yeah, it's um that's the best because you know at least one person is like all over the IMDB page looking for it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it, it turned out really well. Um I'm trying to upload it now now so that it'll uh so that we can show it. But um yeah, it's it turned out really, really well. I'm pretty happy with it. It just gotta make sure this is the right one. And as soon as it lets me, it's not going to let me. All right. Try it again. If not, then I, I'll be able to share my screen and show it that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it ended up looking really, really good. And I thought about actually making it a, like a poster or something that I could sell on the campaign. Because I thought that people would really, really like it. Lots yeah, of bloody action. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm going to have to share my screen real quick. Play some dice. There we hey, go. Rock G. Hail. Yeah, so like I said, we wanted to do something similar to Death Rides a Horse. And, uh, you know, we've got the actual page art here that mm-hmm. uh, Passion for Drawing did. He did the, he actually drew this and did the watercolors for it too. And, uh, you know, we've got the, uh, the credits here, the actual names here are, are correct, but you know, this is obviously uh, an inside joke with anybody who's familiar with like move like B movies and stuff like that. Uh, whenever a director didn't like a movie or was ashamed of the movie he would he was working on, he would take a pseudonym, and that was Alan Smithy. Mm-hmm. So I threw that on there. And Nasuno is uh, Italian for nobody because it's a book, so there's no music. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, because Italian Westerns, like the Italian spaghetti Westerns and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of funny to put it in Italian as nobody. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, of course, MFC, you know, MF Comics is the name of the LLC that I have for this. And that's the little logo down there. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think people are going to dig it. Yeah, I um, think that that's that's really rad, man. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it took a little while, but uh, you know, it, I think it was worth it, and uh, we're gonna have that as the cover of the book as it goes out to people. So, there you go. And now, and now for some something completely different. Open <laughs> up a sleeve. Presto! I can't do a lion roll right now, so. That's <laughs> all right. Here we are. 
that. So let me move this one. There we go. Everything in order now. So yeah, this is uh this is um uh, pretty violent. Yeah, yeah. Um, we bit. wanted to do something in the line. Like I, I'm a big fan of Sam Raimi, and uh, mm -hmm. you know his uh, you know the over the top, you know absurd kind of uh, action violence and stuff like that, and um, you know the horror elements that he does. Uh, Passion for Drawing does a really good job with his um, fan. It's almost I like to say that it's like a cross between Joe Maduria and uh, Bernie Wrightson. You know, he's got a lot of good detail, but it's also uh, very, you know, stylized. Like it has, he has a very specific style. Mm -hmm. And I think it works really well with um, like a more fantasy kind of feel to it. It makes it seem a little less serious. So it's not as uh, dismal. So I, I didn't want, I didn't want the book to be. I, it could have very easily tonally been something that was like really dark and uh, you know something more gritty, and I didn't want that. I wanted to have more of like a almost a, almost a lighter tone to the to the book, like to be a little bit more serious or to be a little bit more fun instead of serious. Yeah, but like still a, have like, like a, that like level. a B movie western. Kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like a B. It's like uh, the Quick and the Dead almost. You know, mm -hmm. like. Uh, to, to say, you know, a Sam Raimi Western, um, you know, so it was kind of a fun, almost arcade, like, you know what I mean? You yeah. know, something that you can pick up and you could just kind of chew on and it, you know, it, it was just, it's just fun to read. You know, you turn the page and you're just, you know, just having fun, you know, with every single panel, you know, and that's what really what I, I, I wanted to do with this book and uh, passion delivered, man. He's, he's a hell of an artist. I, I couldn't be happier with the pages. We're almost done completely with all of the pages. Um, you know, I've started lettering, at, you know, and we're, we're just blowing through it. You know, it's really close to being done. And uh, it is, it is a phenomenal book. It's really, it's really fun. So this, this bottom, the bottom part of the page that's up now, all I can think of is uh readers of the lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we, we had this idea. Um, the original Whalen uh, didn't actually have a lot of the, um, you know, some of the powers that he has now, mm -hmm. uh, with like the, uh, like the the being able to scatter his because you know he's like a mummy. So the the skin that's on him is more like a dust and like or like a mud almost, not really muddy, but you know he's he's kind of desiccated in terms of like, you know, his skin and muscles and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you know, he can throw his skin into like a dust cloud and, uh, you know, he sucks the, the, the moisture out of people like a, uh, like those little, little balls that you get, you know, when you buy a pair of shoes or something like that, you know, the desiccant oh, yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it like pulls moisture out of people because he's so dry. He, he dry, like dries other people out and that's what's happening in that, uh, in that scene right there. Also, if you look, uh, Amanda in the the panel up above, she actually she's stabbing her fingers through the guy's head, the back of the guy's head, and you get a little finger. Uh, her her fingers got an eye impaled on the end of it, and then oh, the next yeah. page, you, you you see that you can see it on her finger there. I got my eye on. I got your eye on me. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah we wanted to have something that was kind of fun and uh you know people could read and like i said just have a good time reading you know it it's it's very easy to do something that's like uh you know like gritty and dark and brooding and stuff like that no uh, you know i wanted to do something that was Got a little a bit more fun spinal column hanging off the <laughs> yeah. I, I looked and i spotted that and i'm like I'm, I'm looking on the page i go is predator here yeah right <laughs> yeah i just wanted something that was just over the top and just you know just horrific and uh and passion did a really good job delivering that man he uh he did a great job and eugene the guy that's doing the colors you know he worked on uh magic cop one and two and uh lost pages um he's doing the colors for this and he did a really good job too i mean he's he took what passion delivered on and and just elevated it to another level i mean it's just a beautifully colored comic you look at the like the the clouds around uh amanda there you know because she has like a nightcrawler thing kind of going on um Originally, that was all black for the most part. Like, that was like a black cloud and stuff. But uh, he added some levels of purple to it, and it just it made it... I, I, I'm i just really, really blown away by the level of... So like, much he's, better than, than it just being all black. Yeah. Yeah, he took something that Passion did, and he, he just made it even better. Like, something phenomenal that Passion did and made it even more badass somehow. So... Mm-hmm. And speaking of Magic Cop, they're supposed to be with us next Monday night. Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just running through any campaign that is still selling books on Twitter. So <laughs> if you're out there, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, I should have waited until I pulled up uh, till I pulled up my big dick Murphy here. <laughs> Oh man, people love that. Uh, that that's got to be one of my my. I think people think that that's probably the best thing that I've done is is the Big Dick Murphy character. Uh, people seem to really get a kick out of that, uh, and I'm I'm pretty happy about that. That's that's <laughs> it's it's been a lot of fun writing him, so it's good to see people reacting it. That's gonna know, stick. That's gonna stick with you for years. Hey, lady, yeah. you know who that guy is? His nick. You know what his nickname is? No, Big Dick Murphy. <laughs> really i just hope it doesn't end up disappointing people but, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh I've, I've been seeing so many of these stupid uh these stupid comedy reels things up on up on instagram uh one of them which reminds me of the name of the character well not really but in an offshoot way uh this girl's walking around the the supermarket and it's just her, but she films herself in multiple roles. So the, her is the clerk asks her as the customer, can I help you? Where do you keep condoms? Aisle five next in the blah, blah, blah section. Right. In the family planning section. Okay. And then the same, then her as the clerk goes down, goes down <laughs> aisle five later and her as the customer is just sitting there with a compact out did you find him okay yeah and she had asked for for magnums oh god and so did you find him okay he goes yeah 
Is there, can I help you with anything else? Because no, I'm just waiting to see who buys them. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, touche. That's uh, yeah, that's that's some pretty good comedy. That's pretty clever stuff. I like that. It's like I bought them. Really? <laughs> they make great water balloons. There you go. Drop them out a window. You can take out a Volkswagen. Yeah, right. So is this gonna? Is this gonna be an uh, an actual wanted poster that uh, people will get, or is it gonna be um, something in the book? Or I wanted to do that, but uh, with the way things turned out, um, I'm probably not gonna be able to. I'm going to incorporate them. Uh, the Big Dick Murphy trading card will have the wanted poster on the back of it, and the uh, the Waylon, wait. No, the Richard trading card will have his uh, his wanted poster as well. Okay. But uh, yeah, I I have three trading cards on the campaign. It's the uh, the rotting uh, the rotting Richard and Big Dick Murphy are the three. But um, yeah, the rotting actually doesn't have a trading card, or I'm sorry, a uh, a wanted poster. <clears throat> so only the two of them will actually have uh, the one of posters, but uh, maybe on the next campaign, I'll do like a metal print or something like that with them on there. Or, uh, you know, maybe a uh, miniature poster. Yeah. Maybe like mini posters that, right. uh, that uh, are on special paper. So they look tattered. That actually is a, that that's a pretty cool idea. I wonder if I could do that. I wonder how I could actually pull that off. I, I'm I'm gonna look into that. that. That'd be pretty cool. Get them rolled up or something like that with a, you know, something on them. That'd be pretty cool. Wayland's falling apart here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like him too. That's uh, that's got to be one of the more popular characters I've seen. It's him, Richard, and uh, Big Dick Murphy are the three that people seem to re- respond to. I love that drawing of a shard. Passion just knocked it out of the park with that man. Yeah, that's pretty badass. I love that so much. That's <laughs> just so cool. It's almost like a Western mummy uh, with the goggles there. Yeah. What are they called? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Like I said, I'm a big fan oh, of Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm a big fan of Sam Raimi, and uh, one of the things, one of his movies that I really, really loved as a kid was Dark Man. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I pulled a lot. I pulled a lot of uh, influence in terms of the way that he looks. He's actually burned like Dark Man. He's burned from head to toe. Um, his character is entirely different, and you know how he, the circumstances of how he came to be burned are different, uh, but. You know, aesthetically, he has, you know, a black trench coat, black hat, you know, bandages all over his body, um, you know, and burned from head to toe. But, uh, yeah, you're not going to see him donning, um, you know, like fake skin or anything like that movie. But, yeah, he definitely has some major influences from uh, from Dark, Dark Man. I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan. Uh, I think I own every single one of his movies. Oh, this is badass. Yeah. Yeah, that's Amanda Lynn. She's uh, one of the grave robbers. This print is going to be coming with the book, uh, every single book. 
Yeah. yeah. That was done by Preston, and uh, it was colored by Oliver. And they did a, a just a, an incredible job. He showed me the pencils for it, like the initial sketches. Was on. I was like, oh, right, yeah, that looks cool. And then he sends me the uh, the finished. I just, I was like, wow, what the hell? You know, I was so blown away by it. It was so, so awesome. And uh, he actually recommended Oliver, you know, to do the colors. So I, you know, I messaged Oliver and, you know, he uh, sent me this back. And it was just like, I didn't realize it could get better. But somehow he, he just yeah, he made wow. it even that's, better. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm a... <laughs> I I was blown away. Yeah. So this is actually going to be on the back of the book as well. It's going to be the back cover of the book and it's going to be a mini print. And like, man, if for, if for nothing else, people should be backing this book just to get this print. <laughs> I mean, and I know it's going to look, you know, way better than this, like in person. Because this is just a scan, but damn. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, I know, I know, she would just kill me, but you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's one of my personal favorites. I, I I'm really excited to get that out to people. Yeah, this is the this is the logo. This was done by uh, Nicole Sapita. Uh, she was uh, she goes by the Real Das Nomo on Twitter. But um, yeah, she she did this. Um, I actually, it's funny. I have a funny story about the logo. Um, I actually drew a logo for this for the campaign, and you know for the the whole thing. And uh, when I was talking to Passion one night. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I've got the, the design done. You know, I think I've got, you know, a pretty good design for it. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, you want to show me? I was like, yeah. You know, so I took a picture of it and I sent it to him. And a couple of seconds went by, um, you know, while it was transferring. And then he goes, oh, okay, I got it. And then it's like another four or five seconds of silence. And I was like, well, what do you think? And he goes, let me, let me see if I can find... Uh, the person who did my logo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I didn't think it was that bad. But Yours uh, is so good, I'm going to get somebody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> but see, that's why I like passion, because he'll tell me, he'll tell me it like it is. You know, he, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, this, this, uh, you know, I contacted her and, um, you know, she sent me a couple of stuff, you know, a couple of images back that I liked. And then I was like, you know, she's like, well, what else, you know, can I add to this? And I was like, well, you know, I thought about incorporating a skull, maybe some, I had one idea with zombie hands holding, like severed at the wrist, holding the logo, like gripped at the edges of the logo. I thought that would look cool. Mm. Um, so she sent me one of those and it looked okay, but then she sent me this and I was like, well, that's it. Like, that's the logo. You know, I, I, I immediately, I was like, that's it. That's, that's got, that's, that's the logo. Like there's no other, there's no, there couldn't be anything better than that. Like she nailed it. So uh, yeah, um, I yeah, uh, I, I like that quite a bit. But that's uh, also going to come with a book. Is a, uh, a I think I'm going with a four by five sticker of that logo. That's going to come with the book as well. Man, I'm going to have to buy more computers. 
<laughs> running out of room to put my stickers. <laughs> the left hand side of my tower is all taken up, so I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, mine's running out too, man. Mine's running out too. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of them. But uh, yeah, I, I hope people like it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of you know getting as much out to the people you know as I can. You know, uh, you know, making as much stuff that people are going to like and you know hold on to and you know really enjoy so like that's something that i as a uh as a comic book fan also like every time i get you know stickers or uh you know mini prints or cards and stuff like that i you know i like to show them off and you know so i i try to get that you know get that to the you know consumer too so i think people are going to really like the stuff that we send them yeah every time i get stuff in and swag there's a video coming. Right on. Yeah, so we've we've knocked out a lot of these stretch goals. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to have the soft cover. That was uh, one of the ones that we got. That's, uh, you know, uh, I think Passion with his book, uh, Doom Fate, that had a soft cover. The uh, Lost Pages both had soft covers as well. I think mm-hmm. Magic Cop 1 and 2... I think one had it, and I think two will have it too. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna add that onto the book, and uh, yeah, everything else, you know, up to the Amanda Lynn art print, which apparently I haven't updated. I thought that I updated that. I'm slipping here, but uh, yeah, we've got that. And the next stuff that we're working on is the Road to Hellhole short story, which is a. Uh, uh, a short story. The book's called Welcome to Hellhole, like Grave Robbers Welcome to Hellhole. And uh, Road to Hellhole is a five-page short story that I'll add to the uh, that I'll add to the uh, the book. That's basically something. It's a story that happened to the grave robbers as they were on their way to the town of Hellhole. And uh, it's a pretty cool little story. So I think people would like that. But uh, we've got about nine hundred dollars to go till we hit that um so i'm gonna once i actually start sending out the books like once i send it to the uh to the printer you know i'm gonna stop stretch goals at that point oh but you know so it won't if i don't hit eight thousand by then you know it won't come with the book but uh you know hopefully it does because i'd like to tell i'd like to get that story out to people so I put these stretch goals up as very optimistic. You have a backup story for the next issue. Exactly. Yeah, I've got a couple of them, actually. Uh, All of the, uh, everything after the Amanda Lynn art print, all of that stuff, all those stretch goals are additional stories. One of them, it doesn't have anything to do with the Grave Robbers universe, but I thought it was kind of fun. So um, I was going to add it in just to see what people thought, you know, just something. But uh, yeah, yeah. Just some cool stuff to, you know, bump up the page numbers and get more more comic out to people. So, And if you don't get them up there, you're going to have to wait a, a short while until you can read the these other three backup stories or be able right. to unlock them on the next campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully I can get them. If I don't get them on this campaign, I'd like to add it on to book two, which, um, you know, we haven't, you know, started actually drawing out book two or anything like that, but, um, 
Well, you want to get book one out first. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, once we get this out, we're going to start working on probably book two. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what Passion's schedule's looking like, but we're definitely going to do a book two. I just got to get this delivered and out to people. Oh, yeah. So. So you can get uh, Grave Robbers number one for uh, $18 and everything ships worldwide. Yeah, the shipping worldwide is a little steep. Um, I'll tell people that, you know, up front. It's uh, it's a shame that it is that way. But I mean, that's that's the cost of sending it out to overseas. You know, it's I don't know why it's so expensive. But it really is, you know. Yeah, I know there's there's a way now. Uh, Critical Blast has uh, has a big thing going to get books from overseas over here at a cheaper rate to save uh, creators and backers uh, a good amount of money. That's good because uh, you're looking at like you know thirty dollars and up to. Uh, you know, to ship out for like yeah. each. For it's like not each cheap. Thing. Yeah. So uh, he, he worked it out where they can they can get the books. Uh, some of them are getting still getting the books printed there because they're like the UK size, and they won't do they won't do that over here. Right. Right. Uh, so if they're doing UK size stuff over there, they get them printed over there. They fill up a box with as many books as they can. They ship it to him. He unpacks them, puts every, does all the, uh, does all the fulfillment uh, part for them, and uh, with with some nice nice little perks, gets a uh, gets enough bags, uh, like shipping bags, printed up that he puts the Gemini's in with artwork for the book on the other side. So as soon as it shows up on somebody's doorstep, they can look and they know they can get all excited because they know what's in there. There you go, man. That's awesome. I know there's, there's a a couple others that are uh, doing uh, print on demand uh, through uh, Mixum or, or some other place down in Florida. So they're actually printed here and then they'll get, they'll get shipped out from here to save money. So there you go. You know everything's everything's getting worked on so we can get these books out. You know, you know a little cheaper. So well, that's really good. I that's one of the things that I think is just the biggest drawback in some people's cases is looking at a book and saying, okay, you know, I can throw down on this and then go and see the shipping, and it's like, wow, I didn't I didn't think it was going to be that much, and then not being able to do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll walk into a comic shop and we'll we'll bitch. We don't want to pay eight to twelve dollars for a new Marvel or DC book, right? And then we'll go hop on Indiegogo and Kickstarter and pay twenty five dollars for an indie book, right? And and we don't have any qualms doing that because we're not just getting the book; we're getting a bunch of swag with it. At the very least, we're getting. Uh, in the very least, in so in a lot in a good majority of cases, we're getting another bookmark. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing worse than like reading a trade and falling asleep on the trade, and oh, then yeah. you drop the trade, you know, on the on the side of your chair, on the side of your bed, 
And then you pick it up and you go, oh, I forgot where I was. And you got to go back and read it all over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done that. That That's one of the things that I like about the, uh, I don't know if you read the Berserk stuff, but um, the the Berserk hardcover deluxe edition has a, uh, a little one of those um, attached oh, the rib- bookmarks, the, the ribbon. The, rib- the ribbons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that's come in handy a few times. I'll catch myself nodding off once or twice. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's time to just put this down <laughs> and close the book and start again tomorrow. My buddy Nick has all of those. He quit He quit comics altogether and went like 100% manga. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, you know? he, he also went out and probably spent about uh, 30 grand on manga too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't bought, um, you know, I bought a lot, I buy a lot of Indiegogo stuff. I probably backed, I think, like something like 90 something campaigns. But um, in terms of the actual, like, big two, you know, I, I don't think I've bought like a Marvel book, like, you know, a brand new, like an actual recently released one, because I've bought back issues. I'm a big fan of Midnight Suns. I like the Midnight Sun story. In the oh, early yeah. 90s. yeah. Yeah, so I've I've been picking those up slowly over time, trying to grab them when I can. But man, I go into my like my local comic book shops and I see the stuff they've got on the walls. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I I bought the the last Ronin, uh, the Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta I've I gotta got, take I've that got back. issue one of the of that. Now I need two and three. And yeah, I gotta the, get those two. The the one I got was uh like third printing like. Well, you know what's the third printing? I'm like, I go, I know, and I don't care. I just want to <laughs> read the damn thing. Yeah. I go, and I yeah. want to read it. I want to read it in a book, not on my screen. So, yeah, right, right. Um, I was yeah. lucky enough to be able to grab one, uh, a first print, like a first edition. Oh. My, my local comic book store had one put away for me. Um, so I was, I was lucky with that. I was lucky. So... Uh, I didn't ask them to do that. They just had it. And uh, I happened to uh, walk in and, um, you know, I was looking at some of the third printings that they had and they were like, you know, we've got one of these behind the counter for you, right? I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And he pulled it out. And I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> some of those things are running like 180 bucks I was seeing on on eBay. Oh yeah. And there's, there's like 3,000 variant covers. Oh my gosh. I'm so sick of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and then then you then you go you're like, oh man, do they have to make so many variant covers? What are you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna go over to Kickstarter. See if I see any variant covers I like. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like I like to have you know uh you know maybe with an established uh title like if somebody's on like their third or fourth uh issue in a series or in an arc and they're like you know and they're having like you know you got a choice of like three covers you know i'm cool with that or if the if the creator of of the series is just a super hot well-known artist like say uh monty moore you just you just know you're gonna get a billion variant covers, right? And I'm like, I looked at all of them. And I go, you know, outside of the price, which was oh, uh, and 
the cover that I wanted was actually one I got to just pick from, from like, you know, a regular book. I go, well, that cover right there is beautiful. I love it. And it is mine. <laughs> and it there was. you go, man. And it yeah. was. So you got this. Oh, yeah. What made you uh, put up a tear for uh, getting two books for 35? A lot of people told me that they like getting books. Uh, they like getting two books, one to read and one to uh, like keep wrapped, you know, not take it out of the package or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided, you know what the hell, I'll I'll throw a two book tier on there. And, you know, if people like it, they can they can back it. If not, you know, then I, I just won't do that for book two. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've got a decent amount of people who have bought it, so. I'll probably keep it up for the next campaign. Yeah, you got like over two dozen people, which you know would would ring true to people that want one copy to read and want one copy to send out to get slabbed. Right. You know, I've seen a lot of people buying it for like if they're buying it for a sibling, or uh, like I've actually done that with uh, Michael Beacon mm-hmm. um, with his book Seven Legions. Um, I picked up. Two copies of that for one for me, one for my brother. And, uh, you know, so I've just, you know, I've seen people, people like to collect, people like to put them in CGCs. I've seen some people CGC some books uh, recently. So I, you know, I don't think anybody's going to do that with mine, but, you know, if they want the option, that's, you know, that's their prerogative. Um, You know, if they want to keep it in the, in the case and keep it mint, that's fine, you know. at the end of the day, it's your book. You know, if you want to buy two, you can buy two. And if you won't, I'll give you as many options. If you want as as many books as I can give you, I will I will give you as many books as I, I can. I would be happy to sell you <laughs> 100 copies of this book. Exactly. And I will give you a great price. A very reduced price. But, yeah. but we're, we're going to need that cash up front, though. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I could see that two-tier, uh, that two-book tier, uh, right off the bat, uh, would be something that uh, that Sugar Chris would buy, because one would be for him and one would be for Sim. Oh yeah, <laughs> one for him and one for Sim. Sounds like something Gollum would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know, they're in, they're in Canada, so instead of doing instead of paying like shipping to his house and shipping to that house. He gets it shipped to his house, and then he ships something in country, and it's only a few bucks, opposed to like you know twenty five dollars shipping. Oh, there you go. I actually don't. I don't think he had to worry about that because Sim was actually one of the first people to back the book. Um, I opened up on Chris's channel uh, that I did my opening stream with Chris, and uh, mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who wanted to be the first backer, a friend of mine named Kelly. And she was she was really excited. She wanted to be a number one backer, and uh, you know Sim beat her to the punch. Like he beat her by a millisecond. And uh, you know she she looks and she sees number two, so she texts me and she's like, "Who the hell got it? Like who got number one?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a friend of mine named Sim." And she goes, "Who the hell is Sim?" Because she never she never met him. So now it's a joke. Anytime you know uh, we talk about it, me and Sim, she. He, he always says, who the hell is Sim? Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of a fun little joke that he and I tell. And you have to have her listening to a stream that you're on. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. Sim. And 
so sin can just be uh well with sim's uh uh french canadian accent he sounds cocky all the time anyhow uh, <laughs> yeah. he's not but he but he, he's dude you sound that way okay I'm he's a good saying. guy he's a good guy you know Seems oh like yeah a good friend uh, of mine but i get i get and, what you're saying uh, so you know just so he can you know quote from uh quote from that movie so you can say who does number two work for <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard some say that but uh i don't think you could say it like they did in the movie i think we watched austin powers i gotta get i gotta well i gotta suggest because we know we do the uh the watch along stream on sundays yeah. um I gotta see if I can get get us to do like a spy who shagged me as a you know like a sequel night, uh, and see if I can get him to say that when uh, <laughs> when we're on. So that's Kelly, that'd be pretty funny. Number two, Michael. <laughs> uh, so tell me about the uh, the pick a character head sketched here. Is it any character or any character from the book? Well, originally it was going to be any character from the book, but people seem to like the idea of uh, of of any character. So I think we're kind of just playing it by ear. You know, I'm going to send out a uh, um, um, an email to everybody who backed the tier, and um, you know, if you want somebody from the book, that'd be preferable. But uh, you know, we're open to uh, as long as it's not something like outrageous, like uh, you know. Or over the top, I don't think Passion's gonna have a problem drawing it. So, yeah, uh, like if you'd like a uh, you know um, like a Renaissance era drawing of you know some you know like I'm trying to think of something fancy like uh, Faust, you know from Johannes von Goethe, you yeah. know if, something like that, something just ridiculous that you know thrown out there is it's gonna be. You know, probably a no. But if you're one like Spawn or something like that, I don't think he's going to say no. So yeah. So this tier, sixty dollars for the that's just for the head sketch. Right, right, and there's no shipping on that either. Um, so if you want a head sketch, you can get that with no shipping. Also, um, you can get uh, if you get a book, you can get an ad, uh, the head sketch as an add-on with no shipping so you don't get additional like you don't have to pay additional shipping to yeah. get a head sketch with it um it's the same with the um with the pages the uh the original art pages that we have mm -hmm. those are you know there's no shipping on those at all so if you want an, uh, an original art page uh you know that's totally totally free shipping retailer pack five Five copies, seventy-five dollars, and you've got two claimed. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, I've never had my own comic in a comic book shop on a rack, so that's a pretty cool. Um, that's a pretty cool feeling. I, I hope because they sell well never for had people. Your own comic. That is because I've never had my own comic. Well, that's there you correct. Go. <laughs> But it's it's pretty cool. It's uh it's it's really cool, and it's an honor to have those people put my uh, books on the on the walls of their store. And I, I hope they sell well. I really do. Those are going to come with uh, 
all of the additional stuff too, like the uh, the prints and the co- or the trading cards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hope they sell well for those people. I really, really hope so. And uh, are they two different stores, or is it one store just by two? Uh... Two different stores. Two, two different, different stores. stores. I won't say which ones because, uh, you know, I don't know if they want anonymity or, uh, you know, because they didn't use the store name. It's just two different names that were on it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Original page art. Yeah, we've sold three of those out of the six originals, um, or the six ones that we had originally. Uh, so we've got a couple left, and, uh, you know, if you back that, it's not going to be, like, you know, talking. Like, they're not going to be sitting around and, like, you know, sipping a coffee or something like that. You know, they're going to be art pages, or they're going to be, like, a reveal or, you know, something big. You know, it's not going to be, you know, something bored or boring, I mean. And we'll email you with a, uh, a list and pictures, like images of the actual pages. And uh, it's going to be first come, first serve. So when we send out that email, I'll send out, probably I'll send out a, uh, an update and I'll put a message on Twitter letting people know that I'm going to be sending out the email. And then people can go and they can look at their, uh, you know, they can look at which page they'd like, pick it back and send back an email with the, uh, you know, letting me know. And like I said, first come first serve so it'll be a it'll be a race to the finish if like three people <laughs> all, all select this and you send out yeah. all the emails the same day and they get them at the same time they're gonna be like fighting me like but i wanted that one <laughs> yeah battling over each other to get it um no, they're going to be all really cool pages. I don't think anybody will walk away unsatisfied. And if they do, uh, you know, we'll work something out. Because I don't want anybody to be walking away with a piece of art they don't like. So, And we're sorry, boys, girls, and other others masquerading as humans. Uh, <laughs> the the big dick has already sold out and left the building. Uh, but there, there will be more coming. Well, I think I've got two more big dick sketch cards coming. At least two more. I think Sim's going to do one. Passion's got two that he's done. And um, I think he's got two. I want to, I'd have to double so check. Fret not. There's yes. more big dick on the way. More big dick is on the way. Exactly. So, this so yeah. Pod, this, pod will have, this podcast will have the letter E next to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely i could definitely see that happening a little e for everyone. <laughs> but these these originals are sold out yes yeah those are the preston uh Acevedo, uh sketch cards they were really awesome and uh the lucky backers who got those are uh gonna be really happy when they get them because they are really really good and they're oversized too they're not excuse me they're not just like trading card size. They're like a four by five. Like they're pretty solid. Oh, like postcard size. Yeah. 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 I know it's like regular, regular trading card size. Then it goes up to like postcard size. And then it goes up to like a, like six by nine usually. Right. Right. Yeah. They're, they're pretty solid. So uh, people are going to get those and uh, probably I, I, I'd like to see them send pictures you know, like put out a picture on Twitter or something like that with uh, your trading card, your books, and stuff like that. Yeah, I have, always have, love doing have that somebody myself. take have somebody take their picture 
and be like, I just want everybody to see my big dick Murphy <laughs> in my hand. Love to show everybody my big dick Murphy. It's yeah. uh it's pretty pretty good size. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to brag about it if it's not. Well, yeah, if it's a little big dick, then it's not really a big dick. Why did you think that was a big dick Murphy? Well, I got to borrow the Hubble telescope yesterday and I looked at it and it was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Oh, man. Hey, there's Sim. There he is. See, Sim's well, he's like Beetlejuice. You say his name three times, he'll show yeah, up. Yeah, we, we said your name like way more than three times. Already. Yeah. <laughs> say it like six times. He's Canadian. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done some great work on this campaign. Uh, he's got, you know, the trading card, the 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 mini print, you know, both fantastic pieces of work. I'm really proud to have his work on my campaign. Yeah, he's so. like Sagua Fair. He's everywhere. <laughs> he was on, he was co-hosting Alejandro's uh, stream this afternoon. Oh, yeah. And, and working on some, working on stuff for uh, his campaign and somebody else's and uh oh yeah and that that verse looks really good he's putting out some really really awesome stuff with that book i'm really excited to get that oh yeah i i i love i love what uh what scotsman's doing with the colors on oh it. yeah yeah it's, it's so good <sighs> beautiful work really, really go, beautiful work uh so when you're pulling that out <laughs> the, ca- the campaign not as big dick murphy right right uh, right 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 and uh it's like uh, like the end of June. I go, oh, good. I still have a little bit of time. Maybe I can sell. Maybe I can sell some more mainstream comics so I can buy some more indie stuff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now you're welcome, dude. Thanks for doing such a badass job and being a phenomenal artist. <laughs> Sugar would be here, but he's getting sized up for that red dress. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He's got to look his best. Pale Rider just put a a cloth in front of him and asked him if it smelled, you know, does this smell like chloroform? (laughs) He he fell on the the ground reaching for one of his rifles and (laughs) he's going to wake up in a red dress with like whipped cream and a cherry on his head or something. (laughs) I'm terrible. But you know, I'm good at I'm good at terrible. I do that really good. Yeah, there you go, man. Everybody's got to find a nice, nice little, nice little spot. My big that, that works, man. Coming that soon. There you go, man. There you go. Hell yeah. yeah, this this looks awesome, dude. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. We've uh, we've worked pretty hard on it, and uh, I think when people start getting this book and they start reading the you know the reading through the pages and stuff, they're going to be really really happy. The it's it's a fun book. It's it's over the top. It's uh, it's it's a lot of gore. <laughs> so if you like gore, yeah. uh, you know you're going to like this book. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be it's going to be a kick ass read. I think people are going to really really pay. You know they're going to love it when they when they get to the end. So. Jokes aside, we hope all the colors will be done by the end of the month and going to print ASAP. Hell yeah, man. Can't wait to get it. I'm I'm 
<laughs> it, it's some really, really good stuff in that book. Can't wait to read it. Yeah, even though this is this is the big bad in your book, uh, I think when when Sim was working on this, it was just you know him thinking, hmm, I will just draw the heads on Twitter who have <laughs> made me less than happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I better stop there. The page is coming to an end. Yeah, yeah. Running out of space for heads. Running out of space. You can't can only drag so many heads. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's sand. It's, it gets heavy. Of course, as they rot, they get lighter, so. Yeah. You know, he walks into town. What are you doing here? Well, just <laughs> getting a little head. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. There you go. There is skullfuckery afoot and grave robbers. <laughs> oh, man. Free sketch card if you can ID all of them. <laughs> Just kidding. Too, too, he's got too much work right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's putting out some good stuff, man. It's good to see him working on as many books as he is. He's uh, he's he's a hell of an artist, hell of a hard working artist. Yeah, he he cranks stuff out like in no time. Yeah, dude. You know, so it's like, how long are you uh, planning on keeping this up on uh, on demand? Uh, it'll be in demand for quite a while. Uh, I'm gonna be. What we're going to do is hopefully we'll be done within the next few, probably the next week or two. We uh, we should be shipping this off to the uh, the printer. Um, so long as everything goes right and nothing goes wrong, you know that's that's kind of what we're aiming for. And uh, you know once we get that back, you know we'll start sending them out and everything like that. Um, hopefully before uh, I, I'm hoping for August maybe late August. It really kind of depends, just like I said, on, you know, circumstances, but uh, I'm not going to actually start the next campaign uh, probably until the spring of next year. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll probably leave this open until I sell out of the books. Um, If not, then uh, I'll stop before I launch the next book. I'll close it out and then, you know, whatever's left over, I'll put on the uh, campaign as like a, you know, two pack you know, you can get one and two. So we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, that's so. That's always good to have, you know, to have enough to, uh, you know, to do a catch-up tier. Right, Because right. there's so many, there's so many great indie books out there. You, even if you wanted to, you know, there's no way, there's no way you can, like, you know, back them all. Right, right. And at the end of the day, you know, some people aren't going to see this, you know, they're not going to see this campaign, you know, because I'm not that, you know, I'm not Ethan. I'm not, you know, like mailing, you know, I'm not, you know, getting a, a ton of, uh, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd actually, um, I wanted to get Sim to actually draw the uh, red uh, road to hellhole. So he might be, uh, he might be a little self-serving there, but 
he'd do a great job if he did it. So yeah, I'm totally with him. Let's get this to eight. He's he's probably thinking now. Oh wait, I have to do that too. <laughs> so, slow your roll. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's got time to do it, but uh, I think he'd do a hell of a job. So. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I um, you know the the idea basically is to get this out as quick as I can and. Oh yeah, it it, um, you know. it'd definitely be cool to uh, be able to hit that 8K mark. Yeah and, yeah, and extend the and and then send out an update to to all the backers. We just hit 8K. Uh, there's gonna be a slight delay in you getting your books because <laughs> we're adding another five page story to the end. Right. Which hey, would be awesome. He's that da- He's down. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome. You know? Be co-hosting a stream. So what are you working on? My big dick. (laughs) Murphy. Yeah. (laughs) Just, you know, slowly add in the Murphy. Just cough it out like Murphy. You know. You made uh... your junk, Murphy? Yeah, like RoboCop. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, um, like I said, I, I just, you know, at the end of the day, I don't have the name recognition that some of the bigger, bigger creators have. So there's not going to be, a, you know, as much attention that's played to it. But I hope that as things go along, people, yeah. you know, pay more and more attention. And, you know, I'll grow a, a yeah. bigger audience as it goes. But, you know, the more surplus that I oh, have. You just, you, just, you just get you just getting started. This is your first book. Yeah, yeah. You've had you've had a you've had a great turnout. I know, I'm not complaining, man. Absolutely. You know, there's there's people that I talk to on a on a regular basis on on the show that uh, you know would would love to be able to hit like you know the 148 150 backers because they're like their average back backing count is like 100 to 125. Yeah. Working on a big dick action galore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord, man! Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, um, I I just love this image is just friggin' amazing. Yeah, I I was pretty blown away by that. It was it was pretty amazing. He. I don't know. I, I had pretty high expectations because I've seen some of Preston's work. He's done some really good job. You know, he's mm-hmm. run some really good pieces. Done a great job on a lot of campaigns. But uh, yeah, when I saw this, I just, my jaw dropped. I was, <laughs> yeah, he did a great, he killed it. Absolutely killed it. And uh, Samoa Crayola col- colored this. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as Oliver from 656 Comics. Some people know him as that. Some people. Some people. The dude with the the sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah, he he did a great job. Shades Murphy. But this is this is great. What's the page count on the book right now? 36. 36 pages. That's a that's a nice chunky book. That's uh, wow. That's like two entire Marvel comics. Yeah, if you take out all the ads, it's probably more like three or four. Yeah, pretty pretty close. I think it's. I I still think they keep around twenty. 
at least a 20 page story count. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, people don't have the, people don't have the, uh, you know, the know how to read that many pages. Really? You look at manga, man, and they're putting out fifty-page books, and and people are buying oh, those up like crazy. Oh yeah, Marvel, so. Marvel is so pissed. Oh yeah, because, well look at Gary that, Conway, man. Yeah. Oh god, Jerry. He's got to be the saltiest dude in comics. You just embarrassed yourself. That's the one. I thought he was the one with the goatee. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Jerry. What happened to you? It's you know just you know ridiculous. Yeah, it's gotten silly, man. It really has. It's I don't know. Well, I sent out a tweet today uh, saying something like it's like watching somebody that's being choked get choked by somebody else. You know, it, or well, that's not what I said. I said it's like somebody choking someone already choking. Something along those lines. I thought I was being clever, and now that I'm trying to repeat it, I'm not feeling so clever. But uh, the idea basically is that it's just like he—they're losing, you know—they're losing the manga, and he they, was doubling they, down. They only have twelve pages of story now, when they're twenty-four page flippies. There you go, man. They're killing and, themselves. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Well, um, that. The report came out uh, for April, and it you know every month it shows you know obviously uh, trades and graphic novels are you know the the majority of the market. They're like you know sixty eight to seventy five percent of the market. <laughs> Your eighty page books are the equivalent of a full run. <laughs> Also, part of that is is they usually fire the people working on the books and then cancel them, uh, so they only get a couple of issues out. Yeah. Um, and then they reboot them with somebody else, thinking that you know somehow it's going to make yeah. it better. Like the only the only Marvel book I've bought, like in like the last two years, has been Immortal Hulk. I heard that was good, but I never I never mustered up the uh, the interest to be able to actually put money on it. Um, well, I'm, a, I'm a huge Hulk fan, so I I bought it and then got pissed off because I am 100% not a fan of Donny Cates. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. He seems to have this problem. Um, with him, with Immortal Hulk, he didn't do it so much, it looked like. But it seems like he has this thing where he's like, okay, I've got this new character. And it's like the devil, but in space. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, it's, that's it's basically the... his... It's, That's what he writes. It, it's the like I had my first really book, really big breakout, and here is the formula for how that worked, and I'm going to apply this to everything I ever do for the rest of my life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's it. It's just like all right, all right. Stay with me. This is something new. The devil, but on another planet. So it's different. It's different now. Because he's not in space. He's on a planet. I'm just like, what the hell's wrong with you, Donnie? Just go away. 
like the whole Venom thing, it was like, oh, okay, so it's like the Devil's Crawl or Call or whatever he called him. I don't know. It's I've never been a fan of it. I, I liked Cosmic Ghost Rider when it came out. I thought that looked really cool. I didn't buy it, but I thought it looked cool. I, uh, I, like, I like the idea of Cosmic Ghost Rider until all the plebes and sheep went so apeshit for it that they were paying 20 and $30 for second and third prints. Oh, God. And I'm yeah. like, I go, I don't get the whole Cosmic Ghost Rider thing. And then it comes out that, well, actually, the Cosmic Ghost Rider isn't Ghost Rider at all. The Cosmic Ghost Rider is the Punisher. I yeah. want to reach through my <laughs> computer screen and bitch slap the fuck out of Donny Cates. He and, just, it's the, and it's not the first time. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Wait for it. I'm going to let Thor, with one strike of his hammer, kill Galactus. Because that makes sense. And I'm like, really? Really? Yeah, that's Donny Cates, man. He seems to want to be he he wants to be like a it's almost like he wants to be like a Frank Miller, but like a but like on a cosmic scale with like Lovecraft it, you know, and stuff. Well, I'm on the scale of just of of working writers in the mainstream right now. Donny Cates so desperately wants to be Jeff Lemire. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that too. Because nine out of ten of Jeff's books are phenomenal, and he's releasing like six or seven books a month, all from different friggin' publishers. Yeah. You know, and I I responded to Donnie on on his own Twitter, uh Usually very snarkly and and followed by uh, the hashtag I hates the Cates. And uh, I, I have typed that in so many times that it, if I type in hashtag I H, it just automatically brings it up and puts it on my phone. I'm like, oh, this, <laughs> is great. this is great. And he came back at me one day uh, about the whole Venom thing. He goes, have you even read this? I go, I tried. I really did. But I decided instead that I'm going to contact those kids that you hated for uh, waiting and, and downloading all your stuff for free off the torrent. And uh, I'll wait till they get them all. And then maybe I'll sit down and read them. <laughs> I bet he blocked you after that. <clears throat> yeah, that yeah. dude is... Uh... Man, there there are a few guys. He, well, you know, he's just a whiny guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's he's way in his own head. He is way more talented than <laughs> he actually is. And uh, you know, that's yeah. But aren't we all? Well, that's that's fair. That that's yeah. fair. But he he has this. Thing, it's just like uh, you know Bendis. You know, he has this idea that he's like this prolific writer and. You know, they're just, they're just not, you know, you guys like Frank Miller, you know, they weren't trying to go out there and be the, the best, uh, you know, like they, he was, Frank Miller was going out there and he was writing stories that he wanted to tell. He wasn't yeah. trying to be the most badass, badass on the block. You know, he just 
put out really, really badass books. You know, Batman Year One, you know, those four comics are some of my favorite Batman comics ever written. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Returns, you know, uh, uh, his Daredevil stuff, <clears throat> even his second run on Daredevil was very good. You know, oh, yeah, the, the one with Nuke. Right, right. Yeah. You know, they, they have some phenomenal, phenomenal stories that they've printed of Frank Miller's. And he still does. Well, to be fair, I didn't read Superman Year One, so I don't know. But, you know, he's still in the 90s. Oh, the, doing really his, good his Black Label Superman? I didn't read it. Um, yeah, you, you don't want to. Yeah, it's, that, that's kind of in the consensus. I read some of his Xerxes stuff. It didn't it didn't hold my attention. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't well, nearly well, as good as like 300. Let, let me let me just say that uh his Superman story is outshone by the uh by the by the by the new Superman show on the CW. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow, that bad, yeah. yeah. Uh so by the way. We got a What's 200 the... page plus red label indie comic showcase digital comic preview comic coming soon. Wow. That's I've never true. Seen a, I've never seen a sentence with, with comic said that many times. <laughs> you can actually see a uh, five. You know, well, page... of course, m- minus any sentence my ex- my ex wife said on our honeymoon night. But, oh, okay. Uh, you know. But uh, yeah, you can you can actually get a five page preview of uh, Grave Robbers in that as well. Oh, cool! So yeah, yeah. If you pick that oh, up, yeah, which you yeah, totally should, because there's a he, ton of great creators in that book. Uh, you'll get a about, five page. Was, yeah, Sim was talking about that. Uh, uh, he was talking about it on Sugar Show, and he he talked about it a little bit on uh, when I had when I had him on this one. And uh, okay, yeah, I was like, it's gonna be like. It's going to be like a diamond catalog for indie books, which is just cool as hell. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's awesome that he's doing that. Uh, I'm really grateful for him having put Grave Robbers in it. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's really cool. It's going to be, uh, you know, just that 200 pages alone. You know, it's just awesome by itself. But you know, all just the amount of creators in it. It's 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 going to be. It's going to be a great book. So if uh, you can get your hands on it, definitely check that out. Yeah. And, and, yeah. you know, and it's digital. So it's not like you have to wait for, uh, you know, shipping. So, yeah, it's digital. So that, you know, there's no, there's no printing involved. Right. Right. You know, which is, which is good. Cause some, some plebe like comic Tom one Oh one would buy the, would buy the digital one and tell every, would buy the, would buy the, the physical one and, tell everybody watching his shows that this is the first appearance of 75 different indie characters. <laughs> it's a gold mine. Buy it now and get it. You might win a 9.8 graded bill. Now just give me $50 a month plus tax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I wish, I wish I had a following where I could, you know, just unload all my, all my filler books from series that I don't want or or yeah. collect any longer. I like, have so many amazing Spider-Man copies. Like just from I I have a collection from I think a couple of maybe a year or two before Civil War and then mm-hmm. until I think right after Dark Reign. Um I have all of those spider amazing Spider-Man books and they were putting them out, you know, two to a month. And there are so many useless 
<laughs> so many useless books I mean, in between that, man. I collected There's some gold Spider-Man from the time I was a little kid. And, you know, while well, I, I used to read the the scripts in the paper and get, oh, all, wow. excited, get all excited on Sunday because, you know, it's in color. Uh, <laughs> all three panels. Yeah, all three panels. Know, I'm like, but yeah, it was still it was still cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I think when they ended that original run at 700, should have been like, okay, there's there's the death knell. Uh, any second now, we're gonna we're gonna hand the bell told ten times, and uh, that's it. And they're just gonna you know write fluff fluff in like recycled stories. And I'm like, oh great. And speaking of recycled stories, Marvel recycles everything. So yep. Quicksilver yep. is dead, but now he's back because he's craven. There you go. I'm like, are you a yep. movie company or a porn company? Well, because I understand that. See, <laughs> uh, I will put it all digital comic platform uh, for 99 cents with max profit to the platform for max advertisement. There you go, man. We need and, to get as many eyes on the books as we can. I. And, and the and the best thing, Sin, the best thing about that is I can I can buy a copy, save it to my desktop, and just go through that and it'll be okay. Had them, had them, had oh no, not yet. Okay, hit them up, <laughs> boom, 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 and just keep going. Be like, oh. So yeah, this is I mean, I just keep staying on this image because that's that's the image that sold me right there. Hell yeah, man. Like I like the other stuff, but I'm like, this right here? <laughs> I'm like, I can see this like, uh, do you have a do you have a planned out uh, amount of issues for like the first arc? Yeah, it's going to be five issues. I can see this as the cover on the trade but UV highlighted and embossed. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool, actually. I was actually thinking I was going to do a trade for the... I was going to do, obviously, I was going to do the fifth comic for the people who just want the comic. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do two trades. I was going to do a paperback and I was going to do a hardback. Now, granted, this is all stuff that's planned, you know, far into the future. And it's basically, you know, if it gets, you know... It's a whole lot of ifs in between now and then. So, you know, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But, you know, doing like a, a like a paperback, but also doing a hardback that's like leather, but it has a branding of the uh, Grave Robber skull. So it's like a cattle brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that that I thought that that would look really, really cool, you know, and just having like a cattle brand and it was just plain except for that one cattle brand on both sides and then Grave Robbers emboss on the spine. Yeah, if I if I think about something that that would look cool with a certain image, uh, I'll I'll always throw the pitch for it. Uh, the the problem with it is anything that I think of uh, is is usually hell expensive. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going through Mixum uh, to get this printed, and I don't know if they oh they're they're good. 
I don't. There's there's a bunch of stuff they don't do. Yeah. There we go. I would say the black cover on the trade with the synop and thumbs up comments. There you go. Oh yeah. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I know uh Mixum does a lot of a lot of great stuff, but there's a few things that they're just not equipped to do. Yeah. Uh so some of the things you might have to like shop around on. But that that's in the future. We'll sure we'll We'll have flying cars, and uh, <laughs> our technology will be so advanced, the airlines will lose our luggage ahead of time. There you and, go. Uh, yeah. you know. They'll lose it, but by the time we get there, they'll have found it. Uh, well, they'll actually find it just in time to uh, ship it, and then UPS will lose it. And oh, I see. a week later, it'll show up on your doorstep. Okay, okay. Hopefully, with the uh, alcohol you smuggled out of that country. <laughs> yeah, in the sun, tan lotion you bottles. Know. But this is this is great. The book looks awesome. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It's a it's a great price for uh, for thirty six pages. Unless we can hit that eight k. Yeah, man. If you can hit that eight k, then. Uh, it's gonna be closer to forty pages, which will be uh, which will be very nice. So yeah, so then you'll only have two of those extra stories, and I'm sure there's a lot more where that came from, anyhow. But oh yeah, oh yeah, I um, I've got a lot of stories that I've I've written. Um, I've got a lot of side stories that I've written too, and uh, I'd like to go pretty far with this with these characters. I've got pretty good amount of scripts i've already gotten the first five scripts written and i have part of the uh the second uh story that i was gonna do with them was called el paso sucks and um no you got a point there yeah (laughs) but yeah it's uh you know it's a story about them getting trapped in el paso with vampires so you know it's gonna be that kind of a story and it's gonna be pretty fun but you know, the idea was, is that, you know, I, it's going to be, you know, a couple of issues. And then I've got another one with like, a, like a Friday 13th vibe, but it's like a conquistador. Like there's a set of uh, twins from Mexico and uh, they're being chased by like a conquistador Jason kind of thing or uh, Michael Myers, something along those lines for like the third. And then there's a couple other ones. But uh, the thing is, is that, you know, they're all going to be connected and the characters and stuff like that but i'd like to go pretty far because i have a lot of uh really cool ideas that i think people will love um you know there's a one character that you'll see in this book that you'll see in book two book three book four and all the way down who's going to pop up in another storyline several issues down the road i like to plant little easter eggs that you know come to fruition later on in the story even if it's not this specific story it'll come to fruition later so very cool. Yeah, yeah like, I like, like, I, like, like I like I said earlier, the it's about time some people started bringing back, uh, you know, Western comics. You know, even even with a twist. Yeah, you know, I so I always loved westerns same, growing up. The same old thing. I mean, I I love I love horror comics, but I don't want to read, uh, you know. 
something, you know, loosely based around, you know, the walking dead or, you know, anything like anything like that. I want something new and fresh. Right. And, uh, this is, this is definitely that. And thank you. Thank I, you. That's, that's, the, I, I really appreciate that, man. I, I've, I'm a huge fan of Westerns. Um, I love horror movies. I always have. That's probably one of my more favorite things in the world is a good horror film. Mm -hmm. But, you know, growing up with my dad, my grandpa, you know, watching, uh, you know, all those Italian spaghetti Westerns and John Wayne movies and stuff like that. I still watch them. They're, they were a huge influence on me growing up. And, uh, you know, the kind of characters like that kind of like, I don't know what it is about Clint Eastwood, but that dude was always such a badass, and he's still a badass in his nineties. And you know, I just, well, you know, that's I, something that I, you just... I think Clint has been a miserable old prick since he was twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. probably, probably. But that's the thing, though, is that you know that that kind of energy, you know, that kind of badass attitude, mm-hmm. is just something you don't see in in anything now. You know, and, uh, you know, Big Dick is kind of a hybrid between him and, you know, uh, 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 John Wayne, uh, a little bit of uh, Wild Bill Hickok, you know, stuff like that. You know, you kind of see those influences in him. But, you know, you kind of I wanted to put somebody that was like that, you know, because we just don't you know, there's a lot of characters that are like gruff and stoic. But, you know, there was something else that was just along with. Clint Eastwood, something else that was along with John Wayne that just made them like, you know, icons, you know, they they were just, they weren't just angry, quiet guy. They were just like, like John Wayne actually was never quiet. He was actually a really talkative guy. Oh yeah. There was just something badass about that guy. You know, they, the Duke was just one of those guys who just, I don't know, irreplaceable, you know, irreplaceable. Uh, Duke would come in and uh, whoop your ass and, uh, you know, nail your girlfriend in a pile of hay in front of you and then just, you know, know, steal your horse and leave town or something, you know. I read a story that that guy drank himself into a stupor one night. Like, he drank bottles and bottles of liquor. Like, literally, bottles of liquor. Like, not just, like, you know, a little, like, a half a bottle or you know, a few shots, like this dude pounded, you know, whiskey and, you know, all kinds of different shit and then passed out, woke up the next day and did like a whole action scene. Like it was nothing. Like the dude had to have been hung over. Like he just got up and he was like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. And he just did it. You know, like I, I couldn't imagine. Oh, you're still talking about John Wayne. I thought you were talking about me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I DJed in uh, nightclubs for thirty years. AKA. Oh, okay. Clubs. Sorry, I think uh, I thought my I think my internet might have cut in at first. Uh, Sorry about that. And uh, I I'd say for like the first seventeen years of that, uh, I wasn't sober a single day. Oh wow! Oh, okay. You know, so <laughs> it, it it made it more fun for a while. Yeah, I bet. But you know, I bet they were shitty mornings. They were mornings. Oh, never mind then. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's not. You know, crawl into the kitchen, grab yeah. the, grab whatever's left, and 
hair of the dog, and here we go. There you go, man. There you go. I used to. I don't know. There's just. I used to leave one apartment, and there was a there was a a sergeant that was always on traffic detail across the street from my house because it was like a really busy, uh, hectic area. And I would go out with this huge case of CDs in one hand and a red solo cup in the other filled with whiskey. And <laughs> he'd wave at me and go, how you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> Get in my car. I'd peel out and go up around the corner. He wouldn't say anything. Well, there you go, man. You know, and, and, and then he retired and I was in for a rude awakening one day. <laughs> <laughs> Could have used the Duke that day. There you go, man. There you uh, go. So uh this is great. I hope it hits that. I hope hope it hits that 8K. Yeah, uh, I'd love that. I'd I, love to I, see uh, I hope even more that uh I can sell a, a a a bunch more toys and uh and comics so uh I can uh I can slap some cash on this and I gotta slap huh. some cash on 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 sims project before it closes out too oh yeah i appreciate that man really i do yeah oh i love westerns i have a friend of mine's the artist on uh cowboys and kaijus oh i saw that the other day i think i was going through twitter and i think i saw a post for that yeah they actually were picked up by uh I think second sight. Oh, that's cool. Still be this Kickstarter book is actually going to be a like a zero issue, but it's the first appearance of everybody. And then next year they had like a a twelve issue run scheduled through uh, through second sight. And if it goes if it goes over big, uh, they will extend that, of course. Right on. If it sells, we need more. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this is this is a this is a great project. Uh, Thanks. You have you have a much better logo now than the one you sent in, apparently. Yes. And, uh, yes, that's very true. It's funny. I looked back actually after I got the the new logo. I was like, well, that's it. But then I was like, all right, well, let's see if it was really that bad. And I looked at it, and then I looked back up at the new logo, and I was like, all right, yeah, it was that bad. It was. It was, it was that bad. <laughs> I gotta stick to rating. Yep, I'm not an artist. Not an artist. <coughs> it would help Maybe. out a lot. It would help out a lot if Tom King would quit, you know, trying to do remarks on people's books and ruining them. Yeah, well, let's let's hope Tom King can keep uh, keep himself alive for the next couple of years. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that that I think is the most optimistic thing that we could think of is that oh, he just yeah. doesn't kill himself at some point. Yeah, one of those things. That dude is that guy's got some problems. Oh yeah, for sure. But Mark, I want to thank you for uh, for hanging out and uh, talking about grave robbers. Well, thanks for and, having me uh, on, man. I really appreciate it. Thank and you. Showing a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to download this and, and pop it up on uh, my podcast network at ageradio.org, and it will be available to download anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Sounds good. Uh, so until uh, till next time, uh, I I'll be back tomorrow night at nine with uh, Sean Howe for the Sean Zilla Art Show, and Thursday, OK Boomer the podcast. Uh, Thomas and I are going to be going over Avengers one eighty one, the first appearance of Scott Lang, and okay. Creators Outlet will return Friday night with Frank Forte and his new Kickstarter. Make sure you back this Brave Robbers book and. For God's sake, share it out any place you get social with your media. You're going to get more eyes on this and hit that 8K because Sim wants to draw another story. Absolutely. He never gets enough big dick. (laughs) No, he doesn't.